This is a Kitty Pod production. The Keep It To Yourself podcast is recorded on the ancestral land of the Mohican tribe. This episode is recorded by a live human being who will be talking to another live human being for the benefit of other live human beings. You're welcome. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Welcome to episode number 191 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullet. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, updater, pussy, imitator, assassinator, baby. I demand the hour, demand the power, too sweet to be sour. They call me Mr. Tibbs. I'm your pre-owned. That's right, it's me, Smokey Bear. Gosh, what a neat guy. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Baby, baby. And I'm coming to you once again from the rolling hills of Saratoga County, New York. I'm recording this intro and everything around it on Sunday, the 23rd of July, 2023. I'm at the front porch of Bullet House. And here I am just breaking the silent majesty of a Sunday morning. Let's get to my social media because I really have nothing else to say now. (laughs) Uh, Instagram, at Keep It To Yourself Podcast. There's a Facebook page and also the world's loneliest email, kitypod at gmail.com, which has gotten a little less lonely in recent weeks as people have been wanting to come on to the Little Chat series. This is the third interview of this series today, and we're going to have Bob Sproul on. He joined us all the way from Pittsburgh, so you'll be hearing that momentarily. But let's get to the vanity portion here, and I do have one note. It's catch as catch can. I like doing this when my father isn't here, so I get a nice, quiet, consistent room tone. As I don't have that luxury here outside. A car just went by, just waved at him. Probably headed to church or something. I, I don't know. 8.30 Mass at Corpus Christi. But anyway, back to the lecture at hand. It was just my dad that came home here to the Rolling Hills of Saratoga County, and this is kind of a a nutty story. Last weekend, when I was visiting my dad and his fiancée in North Adams, word had come out that Nancy's brother-in-law, Nancy's my dad's fiancée, it should be noted, that her son-in-law, Bert, they were up at this municipal campground in North Adams, and one of the ways to get around is by way of a golf cart instead of your own two feet. Yeah, that's a long walks over there, but never mind. And what happened was, you see, on the day in question, Your Honor, uh, Nancy's son-in-law was just minding his own business, then all of a sudden, here comes the golf cart, and this is as best as I can figure, this whole story. I wasn't there when it happened, so this is all hearsay from my end. Oh, well, you'll get on with the story. All righty, okay, come on, man. I thought you'd sleep in on a Sunday morning. But anyway, uh, the story goes that Nancy's son-in-law got run over by one of those golf carts. Now, it wasn't a grizzly injury. He's not dead or anything, thank the Lord. But he's going to be in some pain. He's going to need to go under the knife to make the repairs. I say like he's going into an auto body shop. <laughs> and we don't have the parts just yet. We're going to have to keep him in for another week. <laughs> so... The person involved is doing all right. That must have been quite the shock to have something like that happen. Again, I wasn't there, so this is just all scuttlebutt, hearsay, rumors, 
one thing or another like that, which were substantiated the day after in North Adams, thanks to Nancy. So there's that right there. So a little vanity portion. It didn't happen to me particularly, and thank heavens, you know, heavens forfend that something like that would happen to your humble host. Well, I sure hope it does one day, buddy. Oh, come on, get out of here, would you? Jeez, Ugh. even out here I can't escape you. All right, I think that's as good a sign as any to turn it over to our interview. A wonderful guest joined us for the third of our Little Chat series. And he's a gentleman by the name of Bob Sproul. He came to us from the Steel City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we'll get you out to the interview right now. We are here. Okay, just got confirmation we're hitting the record button. Joining us from his palatial estate in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is uh, one of the elder members, sorry, no offense taken, of the <laughs> Littles. And he's uh, the one and only Bob Sproul. Bob, welcome to the Little Chat series of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. Jason, thank you. I uh, I was honored to be in among the list of those you invited. I was uh, I saw who you sent the invite out, and I am uh, I'm in Little's royalty. I don't know if I deserve that. <laughs> you're in some high cotton. You're up there with uh, Joe Arrow. You're up there with uh, Bob Walsh. I'll hope to talk oh. with him. I'm going to talk with him next week. So there's that. All right. Well, let's get to the little chats. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Born and raised. Born and raised. And currently live, if I'm uh, I'm not mistaken. I do. Yes, I uh, yeah. born born and raised in in the city itself, and uh, mm -hmm. went went to college uh, um, here at Robert. Well, it was Robert Morris College then. It's now Robert Morris University. Mm -hmm. And uh, all but four years uh, in the mid seventies, I lived for four years in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've already. Yeah, <laughs> um, but then came back to Pittsburgh in 78 and have been there ever since. Oh, yeah. So you were there for the uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. You were there for the uh, glory days of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steel oh, Curtain. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I don't care what Wilbon says about the 85 Bears. That <laughs> was the greatest defense of team ever. The yeah, Steel Curtain. I wasn't around back then. I was barely alive for the 85 Bears. But I got to say, yeah. for my money, it's the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. They beat the, they beat the Giants the Super Bowl. All credit to them. Well, that was – yeah, that's great. That was a great team also. I mean, it uh, – I think – wasn't Rod Woodson on that team? Uh, uh, he may I, have been. I certainly I, know – I certainly know Ray Lewis was on that team. Ray Lewis, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was, uh, that was a good team. I mean, they won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer as their quarterback. So yeah, know, well, well, they made up for it by winning with a quarterback named Joe Flacco. So I guess that's, they that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you're born so born and raised in uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, except for those four years in Cleveland, how did that feel with the big uh, rivalry with the Browns? I mean, they, you must have. Oh, gotten... it's it's oh. Um, well, you know what? Cle Cleveland does get a bad rap. I. Uh, we enjoyed our first four years there. That was the first four years of our marriage. And um, and it was good. I mean, it was good to be away from your family because you had to do things on your own. So yep. that, was, that was good for our marriage. And, uh, you know, I had a good job and we had some nice friends there. So uh, I don't regret my time there, but I'm glad I came back. And I will never root for the Cleveland Browns. There you go. True Pittsburgh. Never. Black That's and gold. Right. Hi, that's right. Of course, and through your veins, cut you open. So um, you all, your your presence on the internet is uh, 
well, you have this podcast episode, and you've probably been on with Chuck and Roxy with the Loyal Littles podcast. I but was. I was on, I think I was episode 20. It was either 23 or 28. I can't remember. Wow, you were on just before me. I'm episode 31. I was on there early, and I've been on. Uh, I was on for five mediocre minutes later. And um, every year uh, around Thanksgiving, Chuck calls me and um, asks me to pick games for Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving Day games. Hey, and go. You're kind of like the gambling maven among the littles. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I'm. I'm not a high roller, but I do enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy putting a couple bucks on a game here and there. The poor man, James Holtower, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jeopardy. I'm, I'm not <laughs> Jeff Ma. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know what? The... <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the Pittsburgh sports landscape, certainly lots to talk about. I mean, football season's coming up. we got the Steelers, of course. You mentioned them earlier from way back. Pirates, well, they had a hot start, but... Yeah, I'll tell you what. I uh, I saw my first Pirates game in 1959. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old guy. Ah. Uh, see, I even got my old guy radio uh, T-shirt <laughs> on. <for> you <laughs> that segment but, on yeah, the- but I've been a Pirates fan all my life, uh, and I can, never, I can never change. I mean, I know they're terrible. As, as Tony would say, they're an irrelevant franchise but well, I've, they, I've seen them win three world series in my lifetime so there's that yeah so you had 1960 uh, bill mazeroski yes, yes but 70 71 you had uh, 71 and 79 71 with the the great roberto clemente roberto, and yes sir late great willie stargell and dave mm-hmm. parker our family yep yep oh, you know yep. you know your pirates even though I'm from upstate New York, I'm certainly aware of the Pirates. Even you though know your, you know your Buckos. Good for you. Even though I'm deep in Yankees Mets territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned your first wife. Um, you may not know this, but I started this podcast sometime after my mom died of cancer in uh, 2017, and sometime after I started listening and you know started following Littles on social media. Unfortunately, uh, you lost yours to cancer, so I can I relate. I did. I did. Thank you. She uh, she had a uh, she had a five year battle with lung cancer. Um, she was diagnosed in 2017. Oh wow! She, she passed away, and, and she never smoked a cigarette in her life. Oof. So yeah, life isn't fair. Yeah. Well, it was. <laughs> but yeah. Listen she, for me. She, she passed away in 2021, and I and I have to say, at the time. Um, you know, I, I know you and I are talking to each other because we're littles mm-hmm. and um, the response and the um, support that I received from the community of littles, uh, usually on through social media. Um, when my wife passed, when Marilyn died, it mm-hmm. was it was overwhelming and um, I'll, I'll never forget it. And I I appreciate it from everybody. So many people responded, and uh, and it just, like I said, it was overwhelming. Yeah, I was there with you. You know, my, you know, you can relate to my dad. That was his wife. They've been married for it was over forty five years when she passed that's, away. That's about what we were, we were right. just short of our forty seventh anniversary when she oh, passed. Away. Oh man, man, oh what a yeah. coincidence! Yeah, well, yeah. You're, you're back on the horse now. You're on your uh, second wife now. I am. I am. And she is uh, she's a woman that both my wife and I knew. 
Mm -hmm. uh, we met as volunteers at an organization that I that I think a lot of called the the Caring Place, which if you want to get into that, we can, but um, that's where we met. And, um, you know, it just, we met for lunch one day, not long after my wife died and um, things just started to happen. And it was, it's been wonderful. And we got married in December. Oh, that's good for you. So and again, um, and again, the littles came through with, with support and congratulations. And uh, they're just a great group of people. Yeah, you can loop me in there too. I mean, my dad, uh, it took two, it took far longer for him than it did for you. I mean, he met this person. They went to high school together in Massachusetts and they're currently engaged. I and mean, it's been like that since uh, I'd have to say maybe pre just before COVID times. Well, good that, for them. Yeah. We don't know when the marriage, if and when it's going to take place. Cause you know, my dad's about what mid to almost late seventies. He's going to be pushing 80 uh, in a few years. If he wow. makes it. Back. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, good for you know, good for him. He's back on the, he's back to having a relationship. I'm, I can't be any happier for him. That's good, good, good for you for feeling that way too. I mean, I like, I like her too. She'll never replace my mother, but you know what? Of I mean, not. all good, man. It's uh, all for the best. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, on to on to uh, topics of, uh, of on the lighter fare here. What was your first exposure to Tony Kornheiser? Was it the radio show? Was it the podcast? Was it uh, his articles in the Washington Post online? Well, believe it or not, my very first exposure to him was through a, a sportscaster here in Pittsburgh named Myron Cope. Oh, the terrible. Have you ever, ever heard of Myron Cope? Yeah, I've heard of him. He invented the he, terrible towel. He invented the, oh, yes, you did. He invented the terrible towel. And he had a sports talk show on in the 1970s. And he, he originally was a writer, a sports writer, a great sports writer. And uh, he knew Tony Kornheiser through the years. And uh, every so often, once in a while, he would have Tony on his show as a guest. Like if the Steelers were playing Washington or some something like that, he might mm -hmm. call Tony and have him on as a guest. <laughs> That's the first time I knew him. And then the next time would have been on the sports reporters. Mm -hmm. And I started listening to the radio show. Boy, I'm, I don't know. When I got a, uh, I guess when he was on ESPN radio, and that would have been what, the late 90s? Right about there. I, I mean, was, I yeah, around the radio. turn of the century. And I've followed him ever since, you know, the the radio, ESPN radio show, his, uh, the podcast of his radio show with the days, the days of the 24 hour delay. <laughs> the podcast delay. <laughs> right. And now, and now on his own podcast. Yeah. Yeah, for me it was I don't I don't remember on the sports reports, but for me it was PTI, then the podcast, and oh, then of course PTI, yeah, yeah. And then, then a few years ago, I got the I, I'm back for more cash for one of his books on Amazon. Yes, good book. Yes, good it book. is. All right, uh, all right. So, who's your favorite member of the Tony Kornheiser Show crew? And we're going back to like you know before COVID when you would have people over like Gary Braun or mm. or anybody like that. Uh, who wow. do you think? the bunch i i liked i like gary i like Jeannie. Mm -hmm. Jeannie was on she off she had a good um perspective on things i enjoy when he has her she was just on not too long ago oh uh, yeah oh yeah i remember I, I know what they were talking about yeah, yeah um them and um let's see who i, I like when he had regular guests when he had Van horn today on 
Yeah. Uh, and they have yep. Arch Campbell on. Oh, yeah. From, uh, Arch, Arch Campbell has his own podcast now, a movie oh, yeah. podcast. And uh, yeah, I follow him on that. And uh, he's, he's, he's really funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Um, you know, that Bob Ryan was always a regular guest. I always enjoyed him when he's on. Still do. Yep. And uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. I mean, I like Gary. I sure miss him. I sure miss when, you know, you go into Chatter or the Undisclosed Location or that radio mm -hmm. station, Northwest D.C., and that was before COVID now. Right, right. Both that show and PTI from his home. Right, yeah, the yeah. attic. <laughs> I mean, he still, he brought in, he's brought in Saliza. I mean, it's it's not the same as the old days, I will admit. Yeah. I, listen, yeah. but it's not the same. Yeah, That's yeah. The yeah. littles. Right, right. All right. So uh, one last question here before I uh, let you go and enjoy your Saturday here. We're recording this on 22nd of July. Uh, simple question, over or under? Over. Oh, over. you take the over. Yeah. I talked to Joe Arrow. He always, just like earlier this week, he said take. he always takes the under. So you and Dina, oh. you two to one for the over. I, I heard your show with Dina. You did one with Joe already? I'm looking forward to that. Looking to do, right, I'm doing with you. I'm going to get the other Bob, Bob Walsh in here, but I'm going to save him for the final run up to yeah. uh, some. Uh, I've become Facebook friends with Joe Arrow, and he and I keep saying we got to do uh, either he's got to come to Pittsburgh or I got to go to Baltimore for a ball game. So I, uh, I look yeah. forward to that one day a down the road. A rematch of those 1970s World Series. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the, Seventy-one and se I know it was seventy-nine, but they face each other in seventy-one. Seventy-one, yeah, yeah. I bring was... that up to Joe a lot, and he says that he was only one year old in nineteen seventy-one, so that doesn't count for him. <laughs> it doesn't either. A, I'm from upstate New York, and number two, I was my what minus eleven when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's... hey, you you want to hear about the summer littles in Pittsburgh? Okay, well, go ahead and plug. We're about to wrap it up. What's the SOL? Okay, yeah, we, we've got, uh, we're going to be at a place called Walter's Southern, Walter Southern Kitchen and Barbecue. It's in the Lawrenceville neighborhood of Pittsburgh. If you're from around Pittsburgh, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, my wife, Linda, is going to join me this year as a co-host, and we've got some plans. We've got some uh, party favors for people that are show-related, and... Um, <laughs> Uh, there's going to be a woman's touch this year with, as far as decorations. So it uh, should be fun. So I hope everybody, uh, Pittsburgh area littles will respond. I've gotten uh, three RSVPs through Bob's uh, website and um, keep them coming. We've had about a, for the last two years, we've had a little over a dozen people. So I hope we can have at least that many this year. I mean, I've organized such events uh, before here in New York's capital region. I'd have bit, I'd have uh, given my left arm for some for that kind of a turnout. Yeah, yeah. Brunel, who lives about uh, I'd say an hour west of where I live uh, in Fulton County, New York, he's got a in uh, he's got an event going on in Johnstown, a little city about a good hour from where I'm who, at. Who's right that? Now. I missed who you mentioned. Who was that? Uh, Michael Michael Brunel is a little. He oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. I know the name west of the rolling hills okay 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 so i just want to plug that so if there's any littles in the mohawk valley if there's any littles in the capital region of whom i am one if you're coming from Skahari, heck if you got a cabin in the adirondacks come out to johnstown uh, i don't know the name of the venue offhand so okay. i'll throw it don't worry when i get out of this yeah. episode. 
And everybody, I, I, I'll plug my blog too. Oh, the, the Grandstander. Grandstander.blogspot.com. Link in bio and link in show notes. Well, okay. link. <laughs> perfect. Uh, perfect. Bob Sproul, this was a nice little chat. No pun intended slash pun intended from the rolling hills of Saratoga County to the hills of Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, thanks for chatting with me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jason. My pleasure. All right. All, all right. All best. All righty. Thank you. And there you have it, folks. Thanks once again to Bob Sproul for joining me. That was quite a conversation. And if you haven't heard the two previous interviews I did with Dean in Damascus and Joe Arrow, go back in the archives and have a listen to those. Coming up later this week, Bob Walsh. He'll be on there. Actually, I'm going to talk with him this week. I'm going to save him till next week as we get to the final few days before Summer of Littles 2023. And Bob would certainly want me to plug the website, summeroflittles.com. The venues have all been finalized, so if, you, if you're in an area where there's a meetup taking place on the 5th of August, 5 p.m. local time, get on the website, look for a meetup near an air, in an area near a town near you, is what I'm trying to say, stumbling over his words. Click on that RSVP button, and you are good to go. And Bob told me the Pittsburgh meetup is going to be well attended. I think at the time of recording the interview yesterday, there were about uh, three people signed up. It's certainly, hopefully hopefully more people have signed up between now and then. I got to wrap this recording up because, I mean, I'm recording this on a Sunday morning. The caffeine hasn't kicked in yet for my morning coffee. And I almost sound like I'm uh, doing an NPR show. Um, I would like to thank my guest, Bob Spool, today for a wonderful chat. Um, we will have fresh air coming up for you in just a moment with Terry Gross. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, hey. I guess the caffeine has kicked in or something. All right, I better wrap this up. Uh, Bob Walsh will be next week. Hopefully we'll hear from Chuck and Roxy, uh, Eric Lonergan, Claire Natola, Bobby Gottfried, and others. I think that's about it, really. That's it. That's the list, as Tony Kornheiser would say. So on that note, we will wrap up episode 191 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. Thanks as ever for listening. More little chats to come in the next two weeks. As I mentioned, Bob Walsh, I'll be talking to him later this week. He'll be the last one to come out. That'll be next week. And if you haven't gone back and listened to the Dean and Damascus and Joe Air episodes, once again, I urge you to go listen to those and sign up for the Summer of Littles. So there you have it right there. Thanks for listening as always. I'll talk to you real, real soon. And as always, and above all else, if you're out on your bike tonight, do wear white. Otis lives. Welcome to episode number 191 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the Boston... Blah, 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 blah.